Good evening. Happy Sunday, sweltering Sunday. I hope they're all doing well. Thank you for catching up on replay. I do appreciate it. I hope that we've had a great weekend. I'll send a couple of invites as usual. Sorry for the next 30 seconds. Feel free to skip the next 30 seconds if you're catching up on replay. Hope that we are all doing well. Just dropping a few invites. There we go, that'll do. Who have we got online? Sorry, my finger's over the car. <laughs> if you catch up on replay, I hope you did skip that. So Zach's on, Adam's on, let's give him a wave. How are we doing? Nikki's on, Craig's on, that's just as well. How are we all doing? Hope that we're all well. Happy, happy, happy Sunday, Trees is on, what is up? Oh my lord, it is so hot in my office right now. A little bit peachy. Let's give Lisa a wave. How are we doing? So we've got eight on. Happy days. Happy days. Let me know how you've been. Let me know how your weekend's been. It has been a blast. Sport, beer, barbecues, traditional English, right? I bet there's no Copperbergs left in, in Tesco. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Copperbergs. So here we are, um, episode five of the Always Better Than Yesterday interview sessions. And today I'm I'm really excited to be joined by Craig McHugh. Um, I won't give him too much of an introduction because that's always my first question, introduce yourself. So, um, but I will just say that um, I've got to know Craig a little bit better over the last couple of months, um, having been introduced to him through a, another community. And uh, I am thoroughly enjoying getting to know this human being. Um, we're very much like-minded, but um, yeah, someone I definitely consider as a mentor that is that is doing the things that uh, excite me. And um, it's going to be great to kind of ask a few questions and just have a little nerd off and, and find out a little bit more about him. And obviously, why not do that in, in public and allow you guys to benefit from that as well? So without further ado... Without further ado, I'm going to bring the man on himself. And if you've got any questions, do ask them as we go. And there he is. Hello, my friend. Hey, hey, hey. How are How's you? How's it going? Very, Very well. Good. It is hot. It's hotter than the sun. <laughs> so, so should we tell everyone? So, you did a live in my community. Always, we are always better than yesterday during the week, and yeah. both of our phones nearly exploded with heat. So, yeah, <laughs> let's hope that doesn't <laughs> happen tonight. Indeed, it was good. How are you? I'm very well. I had such a good day yesterday. Um, myself and, and and Pam um went to to a local um pub and watched the England game, and oh my word, what an experience that was! It Amazing. was absolutely tremendous, Amazing. and so good to see everyone so happy. Yeah, it was really awesome. Yeah, it was a good day. Um, bit of a sore head this morning. <laughs> Great. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, all good now. All good. Good. So, would you do me the the pleasure of introducing yourself to our our watchers and our catch up on replayers? Yeah, absolutely. So my name's Craig. Uh, I have a business called Living Your Learning, which has been going since February last year. I've been in the world of learning and people development for oh, nearly 20 years or so now yeah. um, in various training roles and senior L&D people development roles. And about 
two or so years ago, I decided to go it alone and, and to set up my business. And um, I I had, uh, I think I told you in one, one of the other lives we did, Ryan, that I had this amazing conversation with, with um, this chap called um, Tim Keener and a couple of other people as well who've been um, a massive influence and great mentors to me. But I had this one particular conversation with Tim and I walked away from that conversation knowing that I was going to quit my job and start my business. Mm. And I set the wheels in motion the very next day. And yeah, I quit my job, set my business up um, the day after I, I left and the rest is history. Amazing. It's, it's interesting that we both used the word mental within the first five minutes. And I guess maybe let's yeah. just, just touch on that. What do you think makes a good mentor? Wow, that is a really good question. A really good question. For me, a great mentor has to be really understanding mm -hmm. they have to they have to have a lot of emotional intelligence a lot of empathy for where you're coming from but more than that for me particularly what's really important for me is they're also really challenging and mm -hmm. very honest mm -hmm. and they, they say how it is i think i think where mentoring and coaching coaching differ a little bit is is a mentor for me is able to give a little bit of advice yeah. um, because they've got the necessary skills and experience uh, etc to be able to do that but for me i don't just want somebody to tell me what to do i want them to really challenge me mm -hmm. and to to get me to come up with my own conclusions and then almost almost present me with a um, a set of doors mm. for me to open and look mm -hmm. in and that's what I try to do with the people I coach and mentor is provide them with a set of doors um, that they can go in really safely and look down mm. and explore and, and, then, and then make a decision. And certainly the people who have mentored me over the, couple of, uh, the past couple of years, that's what they've been able to do. Mm. They've been able to provide me with these options that I've been able to safely explore and then just give me the inspiration just to go and do it. Mm. Is, is, um, is mentorship something you've if you always had or been a mentor throughout your career? Is that something that you found useful? Yeah, definitely. So my last, my last role in the corporate world, yeah. I actually ran the, the mentoring program and set up the mentoring program for the whole organization. Mm. And uh, I was one of the mentors on that. And I absolutely loved doing that, to be honest with you. It was amazing. And to, to see how, how people came on and how they improved mm. and, and just making them see things differently and say things differently and do things differently, which is the whole premise of living your learning, to be honest, was, yeah, it was amazing. I really, really loved that, that, that experience. And I just want to do more of it, to be honest. Amazing. So would you, so for those of you, for those people that are tuning in that are new to kind of self-development, personal development, would you suggest getting a mentor is a, is a good thing to do? Oh, a million percent without fail. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and and, as, and and you know what? Don't just stick to one. Have have two or three, because mm -hmm. I, re I I I found that when you have two or three, um, you you can almost bat off the different individuals, mm -hmm. and you can you can be taking one point of view from one individual, and then mm -hmm. take it to the to another, and go, what do you think of this? Yeah. And um, I've come across this, and you get so many different perspectives and viewpoints. Absolutely. That I think you then get a, a really good three sixty view. Mm -hmm. And you're all really able to step back and look at it from the outside, which is such a valuable thing to do. Because I think we, we too often get, get caught up in, our, in ourselves and in our bubbles and we can't see things from a different point of view. Yeah. And yeah, have, get mentors.
definitely loads and as I, many as you can and i guess having a number of different mentors means that you're less likely to feel that you you know you can find yourself within that because you'll you'll know that certain things work for you and certain things don't and i guess that Absolutely. authenticity goes actually i like a little bit of this and i like a little bit of that and, and this is me in the middle a million percent that's what it's got to be about i'm i'm a great believer in people being able to adapt so i think a key part of learning and a key part of my steps to success model that, that i use uh, with with living your learning is that um, when when we learn something we have to discover we have to apply but most importantly we have to adapt yeah there's so much learning out there and there's so much knowledge and theory but it won't all work the same for every single person mm. and i think you have to take little bits and i think as long as you are you are true to uh, the principles and and it and it works in the way it's meant to work how you do it doesn't really matter mm -hmm. chop it and change it you know do something different if you need to be you've got to adapt and only when you adapt do you then change and only when you change do you improve and learn mm. love it love it so you're a key member of my community, my We Are Always Better Than Yesterday community, and you'll know that one of, so for those of it that, that are in there, they'll know that I do this feature called Why Wednesdays, uh, and in that is an opportunity for people to share their um, their stories, basically, um, ending with their reason for being, you know, their purpose in life, and it's something that I've helped a number of people do through my workshops and through coaching. Um, it's something that I'm really passionate about, helping people find this sense of purpose within their within their lives or within their work and and then you, you did the pleasure of did me the pleasure of sharing your why wednesday and i think that was what uh 10 days ago yep and it was fantastic so would you um, would you kindly please let the people know what your why is yeah absolutely so i i've been working on this for well since i started the business really because I, I said in my why wednesday that um when i was when i was in the corporate world in a, in a normal normal job full-time job i i really questioned what my purpose was and i you know the whole the whole humdrum of going mm. to the same place every day and you know working with the same people every day and being on the same train in the same seat every day i was like they've got, there's got to be more to this mm. what is my purpose and i really questioned it and anyway um, when i set the business up i realized that this was my purpose but i hadn't quite articulated i hadn't put it into words and when i found that I was then able to, in the words of my one of my heroes, Steve Jobs, connect the dots backwards. So it had always been there. It had always been there, but I just hadn't articulated it. Mm -hmm. And um, I still tweak it every now and again, but I think the essence of it is there. But but um, our why at Living You Learning and my why um, is this. It's to inspire and enable people, teams or businesses or organisations, whoever really, to see, say and do things differently so they can improve they can evolve. That's really important. And they become even better at what they do, whatever it is. Mm. And, and the reason for that is I think anybody has the capacity to be even better at what they do. If they are um, allowed to adapt and apply knowledge that they can use in the real world and that they can experience learning experience that they can apply in their world. And I think anyone can improve. Mm. There's some people that don't want to, and that's fine. They're happy with, with, with their lives and that's great. But I really do think that every single person can improve and you've just got to find that whatever it is inside of you, which I think is your why and your purpose and you unlock it. And then all of a sudden, the world's your oyster. Yeah, amazing. Um, so 
and, and then this is obviously you know, before I even found out your why Wednesday. It's like there's something about us. We're very similar. We we stand for similar things. And then when you said your why, I was like, that's it. Then we both <laughs> we both represent. We both have this drive to to see the world be a better place. And oh, you million. Know, you know, I, I my whole thing is about creating a world that is always better than yesterday. Yeah. And and so, what does being always better than yesterday mean to you? So. Um... You, you sent me a message yesterday saying these are some of the th- questions we're going to talk about. And I wrote a few notes down. And it, do you know what? It was a really tough question, actually, when I thought about it. So I tried not to think about it too much. And I came up with being better than yesterday for me is about having... Oh, excuse me. My cat's just walked in. <laughs> hey, Scam. <laughs> Go on. Out of the way. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, is um, I think being better than yesterday is about having a better impact on people and the world around us than I did yesterday. It's not about, it's not about, uh, although hard work comes into it, and I think we've talked about this before, you know, it's not about this hashtag hustle nonsense. (laughs) Don't like it or agree with it. I don't think you have to be on it every single minute of the day. So, I mean, you know, today, um, oh, yesterday, myself and Pam chilled out and we had fun. But that was still better than yesterday because we enjoyed each other's company and we met with some friends and we enjoyed their company. That's been better than the day before. Mm -hmm. Um, Today, we haven't done anything at all. Um, But you know, we, we, we've, we've had a great day. So that's got to be better than the day before. And I think it's about, for me, thinking better than I did the day before. Um, mm. Seeing things in a better way than I did the day before. Saying things in a better way than I did the day before. And doing things in a better way mm. than I did before. So I had, um, I think I said on um, the live we did, the mindset live we did um, uh, on Thursday, was it? Yeah. On the Wednesday, I had a little bit of a meltdown. So I had some IT issues. And I get really frustrated when technology doesn't work very well. And um, I got really, really frustrated. And I'm not proud of this, but I, 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 I snapped at Pam because I was just so annoyed that this IT stuff wasn't working. And the, the next day, I, I reflected back on that. And I was like, you know what? I was wrong. I shouldn't have snapped at you and I'm really, really sorry. Um, and there's no excuse. And when I'm like that, bring me out of it. Cause I was being an idiot. That for me is being better than yesterday. Yeah. Um, it's about your impact you have on people. Um, I saw a really good post on LinkedIn the other day where, um, the staff, at, I think it was Pimlico tube station. Mm-hmm. I put this sign up. Um, and it was something like, I actually made a note of it here. Um, it's, it was something around making others feel special and making others feel like they're a somebody. Yeah. And and not about being perfect, because I don't think you have to be perfect every day. I don't think we can be perfect every day. But inspiring people because of the way we deal with our imperfections. Yeah. I'm, I'm and, absolutely passionate about this phrase that um, perfection doesn't exist. You know, it's practice. No. Practice makes progress, you know. Yeah, absolutely. We're banning that word perfection in my house. Yeah, no, a million percent. So I think it puts a lot of pressure on people. Mm. It puts it puts um, it puts pressure on people to do more than is healthy or practical. Yeah, 
Um, particularly in, in the business world, you know, business owners and entrepreneurs and, and stuff like that. There's just a lot of pressure yeah. to be constantly on it and constantly at it. And I, I don't see how you can be better than yesterday if you're doing that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think quantity means you're better than yesterday. Just because right. I did more today than I did yesterday, that does not make me better. It's got to be the quality. So you talked about um, seeing, hearing, doing, you know, thinking. Yep. Um, tell me about some of the things that you do then to be better than yesterday in those fields, so specifically for yourself. So if we start with if we start with the thinking, um, that goes back to 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 my my mindset model and how I manage my own my own thoughts and then mm. the subsequent reactions to that. So I try to be very aware of my thoughts and the reactions I'm having and very mindful. Mm. And uh, rather than them control me, and you know, you have good days, you have bad days, but rather than them control me, I, I try to have, have an influence over them. And, and then I, I honestly think that because I'm able to have that better mindset, mm then because i'm communicating with myself better yeah. i communicate with the outside world better so, so take that that day last week where i was having the meltdown over some stupid it issues in fact i'm embarrassed about it now it's, it was that ridiculous i wasn't communicating very well with myself and going back to the discussion we had on thursday i was very much in a past and future thought state and it was all that the it provider was was a villain and i was a victim and how dare they do this to me and all that nonsense and i wasn't communicating myself very well and as a result that was that 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 um resulted in me not communicating with pam very well mm. so, and that's just that's not good enough so you t- yeah see so, so you talked about um doing things to have greater influence and control over your your thinking yeah so for those so so you've obviously built up a habit and that's obviously something you've built up and you've practiced and you've yeah and you've been aware of and you bring it into your consciousness but for those that are new to mindset new to kind of being able to change your thoughts mm-hmm. where do you start wow good question i think you have to start with an understanding and a realization that that voice in your head and those thoughts are not you mm-hmm. and that you can step back from the thought and you can observe it that that that's that's first and foremost mm-hmm. for me and when when i when i understood that and i realized that it was a huge light bulb moment for me because i think there are um, the vast majority of people identify with that voice in their head and identify with those mm-hmm. thoughts and they get sucked into it but if you can step back and observe the thought that that sense that essence of you stepping back away from the thought and observing it that's your real you and so that that that's number one i think then also is accepting that these thoughts come and go mm-hmm. it's accepting that sometimes the thoughts won't be so nice and they mm-hmm. might lead to anxiousness or worry or frustration or anger but that's fine and it's about moving towards them and accepting them mm-hmm. because when you move towards them and accept them they don't seem as bad and they kind of dissipate. And then what I do is I refocus. And because I've observed it and I realize it's not doing me any good and it's not being useful, I then refocus and I ask myself what stories I'm telling myself mm. and what emotions those stories are, are causing. Um, and then I can refocus on, on, on what I'm doing. And, you know, I do that. I couldn't even tell you how many times I do that a day. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. 
but but you know before i learned this stuff any one of those thoughts could have sucked me in mm. and put me in in a, in a negative frame of mind that would have been there for hours sometimes mm. days mm. and now i can i can get rid of it in minutes unless it doesn't work <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and that's just you know and i you know I, I badge these interview sessions about learning habits and mindsets and i guess the whole point around a habit is it's something that becomes naturally part of your brain's yep. natural response and that doesn't happen until you do 30 40 50 days worth of continual yep. practice of making this stick and this work for you and i guess what you're saying is that by using it almost daily you're saying this is a valuable habit that you've built up yeah most definitely and it and 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 it's also about being aware of what's going on Mm. being aware of life going on around you um it could be as simple as you know i was watching the grand prix earlier and um you know when you're watching tv or you're doing an activity you can you can very much get sucked into it and um and you you get lost in in various thoughts and stuff but it's sometimes good to just be very aware that actually i'm watching the grand prix and this is really good fun and i'm enjoying it Mm. and you know what it's a sunday afternoon i'm kicking back and i'm going to enjoy that too because that's Mm. fine um and i don't have to be constantly doing stuff or working to be better than yesterday yeah um i can i can enjoy my space and i can enjoy my 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 thoughts and my surroundings mm. and the people around me yeah. and be consciously aware of them and i think that that makes me better than yesterday absolutely and, and i agree with you and, and this is like and i'll share a little bit of what it kind of means to me is it's it's just the state of mind it's being open-minded enough to just being able to take everything in around me right here right now yeah. it's that state of now that if I'm ta- making the most of who I'm speaking to or what I'm consuming, what I'm learning about my children, that means that whatever happens today must mean that I've improved in some way on the day before. Absolutely. Million, a million percent. Yeah. And, you know, I talked about these past and future thought states on Thursday. And this, uh, and I did make a point of saying it's not that you shouldn't go to those mm-hmm. past and thought states you should but for me you go to the past to learn but you can only do that now mm-hmm. you go to the future to plan mm-hmm. but you can only do that now the minute it becomes negative and repetitive that's the moment you have to come back mm-hmm. and you have to refocus and you have to observe your thoughts and and use what's um there's goes the cat again um and use um what's valuable because your brain yeah. is a tool yeah and you need to train it like you know playing a musical instrument or or playing a sport um you know i even i even noticed it um i actually noticed it in the england games um i noticed it particularly in the tunisia game where tunisia got the equalizer and pretty much most of the england team you could see their mindset was shifted and their shoulders dropped and they started talking to themselves Mm -hmm. they came back out after half time and i don't know what gareth southgate did but they were completely different Mm -hmm. their mindset changed and they did it. And ever since then, their mindset has been absolutely spot on. Mm. And the team that wins that tournament will be the team that has the best mindset. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. So are there any other things that you have, have done for yourself that um, you want to share that have helped you become better than yesterday? Um, I think you have to be you have to be very true to yourself and very honest and uh, try and be genuine. One thing that I do consciously work on a lot, sometimes I'm not very good at it, but you know, hey, we're all human, is I think it's really important not to be judgmental. Mm-hmm. 
it's really difficult in the age of social media not to be judgmental and it's and again we use it as a defense mechanism if we judge other people it makes us feel better about ourselves mm. and i don't think you can do that it's not a cool place to be so i really really consciously try to work on that as much as i can and i try to have really great conversations with you whoever i meet I try to have an awesome conversation with people. But again, that has to start in there mm-hmm. and, and, and in here. Because you want to. And absolutely. And I, I want to walk away from every interaction having it been a really great one and having, having said some awesome stuff and maybe made people think a little bit differently themselves mm-hmm. and maybe inspired them a little bit. Um, because I think the way we interact with other people and the world around us, that makes all the difference. Yeah. I think it's one of the keys to success is communication, a million percent. Mm. So uh, how do you help your clients through living your learning then? Because um, your your why is all about helping them be better. Yeah. How do you enable that through living your learning? So, good question. So for, for, for me, it's all about communication. So living your learning specializes in communication of all kinds, whether that be mindset whether it be having great conversations whether it be presenting whether it be doing social media it's all communication so what we do is we work with um, people to firstly identify what they need to be better at so there has for me that you fundamentally have to have a problem to solve or you have to have something that you can um, measure Mm -hmm. that's going to be different and then we break it down in terms of so um what what in terms of the problem being solved or what needs to be different we can then um, work on um, the learning that they may need to have in order to achieve that Mm -hmm. and it could it's been mostly um, recently around mindset that's been a huge huge one for us recently and we've also been doing a lot of team development work bringing groups of people together or teams together Mm -hmm. um to get them to perform better and again it's really interesting with the world cup because you can see the teams that are together Mm -hmm. that trust each other that are committed to each other that are accountable for each other you know lencioni's five dysfunctions the teams that that overcome those are the teams that are successful so i've been working with a lot of teams recently to overcome those so for those for those of you that are listening that won't know much about the five dysfunctions would you mind giving a a a very swift one minute overview so Patrick Lencioni, um, there's some great, he's got a, a great book, it's a great a piece of theory that says um, a team, when they're not performing very well, would generally have five dysfunctions, and that is a lack of trust, a uh, fear of conflict, inattention to team objectives, um, a lack of accountability, and um, commitment. Have I said that one? Yeah, and a lack of commitment. And. Um, and it's so true. Every single team that I work with that are not performing very well has all of those mm-hmm. displayed in one form or another, some to, to a bigger degree than another. And I would say that the two biggest ones uh, for me and the ones that, that are almost the foundation are trust and fear of conflict. Mm-hmm. You can build trust and you get people to be honest and open with each other. You can then build the rest. Absolutely. And so, yeah, I've been working with some teams and, and, you know, it's not doing it's not doing very difficult stuff. It's all fairly simple, but super effective stuff. And Mm -hmm. the the results have been phenomenal. Absolutely amazing. And yeah. yeah, And so um, but that's all about communication as well. What are some of your um, favorite exercises that you'll do with groups? 
Oh, wow. Good question. <laughs> so, um, so in terms of um, uh, team development, I, I, I try to get people to start talking to each other and to to really identify what their challenges are and to to open up i get people to um to try and identify their values and what's important to them as a group of people yeah and then what they can do to um to to live those and demonstrate those every day mm-hmm. um i i do an exercise around finding their why mm-hmm. cool um, as well um we also bring some some of the mindset stuff into that mm-hmm. and talk to people about how this this internal communication the stories will really impact those dysfunctions because mm. I, I think if you, you if it's not right in here and it's not right in here you're not going to be able to trust people you are going to be afraid to be open and honest you're not going to be committed etc etc mm. um so there, there's there's a number of different things that that, that, that we weave into you know, uh, a two, two or three days with, with a team generally at first that we'll mm. spend with them. And then we'll follow up that um, uh, a number of weeks later to make sure it's been embedded. Amazing. So what else? What else what? How else do you, through living your learning, help others be better? Well, again, it really comes down to and I do, I get this question a lot. So how can you make a bit of the, you know, clients will say to me, uh, whether it be uh, an organization or an individual wants some coaching, how can you make me better? So my first question to them is, what do you need to be better at? Mm-hmm. To be honest, <laughs> what do you want to achieve? What problem are you trying to solve? And then we'll work it back from there. So it's, it's really working out what, what, what their impact outcomes are and, and what they want to achieve. But pretty much it all boils down to how people communicate. Mm. how they communicate with each other how they communicate with the world around them um you know social media and digital marketing training is, is a big one for us at the minute as well and the amount of the amount of businesses i see who are who are putting things out there and by the way you're all social media um uh, ryan i think you're you do really well but the amount of businesses and people who put social media out there and they don't really think about what they're doing because it's all coming from um the stories they're telling themselves Mm -hmm. and maybe a not so good mindset and you know i'm I'm sure you've seen the post and you literally cringe going oh why would you say that yeah um so it's it's helping people to to really get their their message out there and to to really inspire people and educate people because i think if you can inspire people and you can um you can add value to people then that's what people should be doing in in terms of communication and you can do that regardless whether you're an individual a business owner or an organization it doesn't matter it all comes down to adding value Mm -hmm. inspiring people serving people having an amazing conversation i mean we all remember the conversation the bad conversations we have with businesses yeah don't we yeah We, we don't use them again we also remember the really good ones we have and they're the ones that, that, that we're loyal um, to. Because I think this whole communication thing and this whole why thing, if people really understand that and you can communicate that, mm. it's so true that people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. Absolutely. You can buy the what anywhere. I mean, let's face it, Ryan, there are a million, of coach, million mm. coaches in the UK, mm-hmm. aren't they, doing what we do. Mm-hmm. But why would they use you and why would they use me? It's got to be something deeper than that. Yeah. And it's got to be about how we're communicating our message and what we can do for them and why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. 
Amazing. Love that. So my last question will mm -hmm. be, what are you working on next and where can people find more of your content? What am I working on next? So um, I've got a big, big project on at the minute with Portsmouth College. Um, oh. I actually deliver or we deliver a digital marketing apprenticeship with them. Amazing. So that's a huge project. That's 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 going on for the next next year or so. Been doing a huge amount of work, which is just coming to an end now. But but there may be some other stuff in the pipeline with a big organisation um, here in Portsmouth as well, which is all about um, again mindset and team development, and that's gone great guns. We've been working with a recruitment consultancy recently as well um, about bring, um, um, developing them as a team. And mm -hmm. to be honest, there's nothing wrong with them as a team, mm -hmm. but it's how to make them even better even better and that's yeah. what's about because sometimes teams can be really good um but it doesn't mean you can't be even better yeah and be advantage. yeah think about so we've been doing some work with them there's going to be a little bit more of that um i'm doing some work with dorset council as well um, um uh, in september I'm trying to think this, and there's there's lots of other things as well um, busy. so even busy yeah busy busy and now um and now um Pam is on board. Pam's um, a part of the business now as well. Yeah. At last, it's only taken about six months to convince her. Um, then, yeah, it's you know, it's onwards and upwards, and do, just doing more and better mm. for more people because mm. that's what we want to do. We're we're not in this to become millionaires. We're in this to leave the world in a better place than we found it, and to improve. <laughs> Thank you, and to and to help people be to be better than when they were when they came to us that's that's what it's about for us and we want to inspire and enable that the enablement's really important inspiration goes so far mm -hmm. with living your learning and it's in the name really it's really important that we are actually able to enable people yeah they can put it into practice they can apply it there's no point going to a great coaching session or a great training session going oh, yeah that was really fun ryan was nice craig yeah. was nice if they don't use it absolutely and i think pointless. i think this relates to one of my core values which is just about sustainability you know and and through my coaching approach i want to like you like exactly what you talk about enable people to be better to to have those tools available to them to use yeah. as and when they need it absolutely. so I, and i don't i don't want to be needed it's a case of you know off you go you run with it so yeah you know you know some of my coaches uh, some of my coaching clients i've, I've seen them twice yeah. You know, the initial session. Again. Phone caught fire again. Phone caught fire again. Sorry about the delay.
see if Craig's still on. <laughs> I knew that would happen. I knew that would happen. Let me see if this still works. Let me see if this still works. Are you there, Mr. McHugh? Are you there? If anybody's there and they're watching and they can see, please drop me a comment just to let me know. Sorry about the uh, the brokenness. Oh, right. I'm very sorry about that. What I'll do is I'll wrap up and I'll see if um, and, I'll, and I'll see if Craig can join just to do a final closure. Ah, you're here. Brilliant. Can you request to join, Craig? It's not letting me do it. Typical way. Come on. He's there. He's there. What? Can everybody see him? Who who can see who? If you can <laughs> if you can see us both talking, tell me what you're saying. <laughs> oh, he'll be around the night. It is so hot in my office right now. Here we go, got an invite. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm back. Can you hear me? My phone is literally smoking. Cool. Pleasure, always a pleasure. <laughs> pleasure. Yep, so um have a fa uh, Living Your Learning Facebook page as well as my own Facebook page. Um, Living Your Learning has an Instagram site. We're on Twitter. We also have a website, livingyourlearning.com. 
Um, so yeah, just just connect. Um, really, really keen and happy to um, share and and help people within this uh, community because it's a super special place. And and yeah, if I can help and inspire anyone uh, within the community, it would be absolutely my pleasure to do so. Yeah, we'll do. <laughs> Absolutely, million percent. That sounds awesome. See you later, buddy. Take care.